Amen. Count your blessings one by one. Last week, we've talked about how we need to keep our focus on the good things of God, the good things that has been happening in our lives. And I pray and I hope that you took that message and you really looked at things differently this week. I just, man, I tell you what, God has really been working Last week, I talked about how, how the enemy wants us to focus on the negative things and, and how he did that at the very beginning with Adam and Eve. You know, God told him that you can have any fruit from any of these trees, but this one you cannot have. And what did the enemy do? Had them focus on that one instead of all the blessings that they had around them. And so many times we do that. We start thinking about all the bad things that are happening in our lives. We start thinking about all our bad circumstances that we are in. And and sometimes we forget that God is good. Right? Even in the simplest things as just waking up this morning. It's so good. Oh, I wish I could tell you what I've gone through this week. The, The enemy be trying to keep my focus on things, on the bad things. But when I start learning and I start seeing that all, everything that is good in my life is, comes from God. Every good thing. And no matter, even the news, some news that I got this week about some personal things. And, and, and even though it still doesn't outweigh the good thing. That has happened to me in this in this week. And so today we're going to continue our study of having a spirit of thanksgiving, of being thankful. And we're going to be looking at Psalms. One chapter 105. Is our beginning text. And I want us to focus on. Remembering, remembering the goodness of God and and remembering the times where you were in your life, where you were struggling. Maybe you you were got diagnosed with a sickness or your finances or your, your relationship. And you see that, man, God has has restored that. God has given your health back. God has uh, restored your relationship. We have to be reminded those times that God came through in our lives and showed up and showed off. There's so many times, so many things that as I was reflecting on this message this week and just being reminded of all the, the really the dark times of life. The dark times where it was just so painful, where I really thought that I wasn't going to be able to handle another week. And look at me now, right? I've gone through it. Look at you now. You've gone through it. We survived the pandemic. Wow. Went through a pandemic. Didn't know what to do. But look, we're still here. We're still here. God is still good. God is still on the throne. 
But we have to be reminded in the people of the Old Testament, they knew how important it was to remember those things. Because just like the Israelites, we tend to forget really quick what God has got us through. We forget really quick what God has blessed us with. We forget really quick what God has got us out of, and even in messes that we got ourselves into. And so today's message, I, I want you to start practicing of remembering God's goodness and how he got us, got me, got you through those valleys, through those tough times. Psalms 105, verse, starting in verse 1, it says this, Oh, give, give, oh, give thanks to the Lord. Call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the peoples. Sing to him. Sing psalms to him. Talk of all of his wondrous works. Glory in his holy name. Let the hearts of those rejoice who seek the Lord. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his face evermore. Remember, remember his marvelous works, which he has done. His wonders and the judgment of his mouth. Let's pray. Father God, we just, we just thank you. Father, I just pray that we take this moment right here. And that we just remember the good things that you have done in our lives. That we, and the, the tough times in our lives that you got us through. Father, I pray for the church that whatever valley that they were in in their past. Where maybe they thought they couldn't go much longer. Father, I pray that you would minister to them right now. You remind them, look, I got you through that. I'm here. You can lean on my word. You can lean on my promises. I've got you through those circumstances. I got you through those situations. And whatever it is that you, us, we are going through now, he will get us through those. Father, I pray that we would feel your presence in our lives this morning. Father, I pray that we will leave here changed. We love you. And we ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. The psalmist knew, and he knew how important it was to remember those good works, the marvelous works. Marvelous is, is amazing, the amazing work of God. The miracles in our lives that God has performed that we was able to witness and see and encounter. And he says, oh, give thanks to the Lord and Call upon his name. And he says, make known his deeds among the people. He says, man, when we get when we start remembering things, when we start being reminded of the good things that God has done and, and the things that he got us through. Guess what? It should instill. It should ignite something in us to want to go share what God has done. You know, that's the whole mission of the church is for us to what to go out. To make disciples, 
to baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit for us to go out and share, share the good news. And he's saying, the psalmist is saying that, that make known his deeds among the people. Man, when we think of a, when we have a, a wonderful experience at a new restaurant, man, we'll, we're quick to post it on Facebook and tell our friends and, and say, man, you need to go check out this, this restaurant. The, 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 the service is awesome. The, the food is great. You know, it's just the whole, the environment is just beautiful. You have to go check it out. Man, let me tell you about this man who has saved my life. I was heading to hell. And because of what his son, what God's son, Jesus, did on the cross, he saved me. Man, you talk about that is the best news ever. We should all be excited about that. Nothing should stop us in this world to go and shout and cry and give out thanks to the Lord because of what he has done. If you are a believer in Jesus Christ, you should be doing that. If you truly believe that is the greatest thing that has ever happened in your life. In Joshua chapter 1, verse 13 Joshua says this to the people. He says, remember the word which Moses, the servant of the Lord, commanded you, saying, the Lord your God is giving you rest and is giving you this land. He says, your wives, your little ones, and your livestock shall remain in the land which Moses gave you on the side of Jordan, on this side of the Jordan. But you shall pass before your brethren, armed all your mighty men of valor, and help them. Right here, Joshua just got commissioned to lead God's people. See, Moses never made it to the promised land. In, in Deuteronomy, uh, right before uh, Moses, uh, God takes Moses up to the mountain and he shows him the promised land. He's like, look, the promised land that I have told you about and that you have been telling the people about, this is it. But you won't be there. Because you're going to die. I'm taking you up. You're dying. That has to be some crazy news, by the way. That's a whole other sermon. But Joshua, he's the next man in charge. He is the one that God has appointed. And he's telling the Israelites, look, remember. Remember all that Moses has said through God. Remember the law. Remember what God has done. He's going to get us through this land. Right. And you remember that story um, of where they crossed the Jordan River and they told them to get the 12 stones and set them up. And and what did we say? Those stones are remembrance stones, Ebenezer stones. Right. And he says these are to remind you of how good God is and how he delivered us into the promised land. Being reminded. Being reminded of. The good things. The Hebrew word for thankful also means to bring praise. Without even always thinking about it, when we tend to praise those that we are thankful for, but through, we see that through the Old Testament, praising for God, praise God 
was expressed, and that was also a spirit of thanksgiving and a spirit of praise. Man, when we are thankful, guess what? It wants us to praise Him. It wants us to worship Him. It wants, it want, it, it wants us to give us our all. We want to give God our all and praise Him. How have your spirit of thankfulness, spirit of praise, are you remembering the wonders that He has done? The mighty works that He has done. See, it's real easy to say that God is good, right? And it's easy to respond with all the time. But do we truly, truly believe that? Do we truly believe that, man, his God is so merciful. He's so loving. But sometimes it can be so easy to forget that. It can be so easy to forget what God has done. So how can we do this? How can we work on these things? Maybe you're going through some challenges right now. Maybe you are going through some tough times in your life. Maybe you feel overwhelmed maybe you feel discouraged about something whatever it is that you are going through whatever it is that I'm going through whatever it is that we are going through if we're not careful we may find ourselves quickly forgetting what God has done for us It's so easy. And if we're not careful, we lose our focus. We may be tempted to focus on negative things. We may focus on earthly things instead of spiritual things. We have to stay focused on keeping the main thing, the main thing in our lives. That's Jesus. That's God. So many times we forget from what God has delivered us from. And if you are a believer in Jesus Christ and you received him as your Lord and Savior, he delivered you from hell. I was sharing this with the young adults class this morning is that if we truly, truly believe in the Bible like we say we do and that everything in the Bible is true, 
and that we absolutely have no doubt. And guess what? Hell is real. But guess what? Heaven is real. <laughs> yes. Let's focus on the good, right? Let's focus on the good. But, but we also just can't shy away from the truth that there's people in our family that are going to hell. There's people in our, in our lives, friends, that are going to hell. How's that urgency now? When you make it personal, and somebody in your life that you truly, truly love, that doesn't know Christ, they're going to hell. See, sometimes we have to be reminded of that too. Sometimes we, because why? Because if we truly believe and we truly understand what God, what Jesus really delivered us from, wow. Wow. I mean, it just makes me more, uh, just, it just makes me want to share with my family. With my, I want to make sure that my kids are right with God. I want to make sure that I'm right with God. I want to make sure that you are right with God. Why? Because there is a place. But when we start seeing God's deliverance, when we start seeing his goodness and his grace that he has, that even though I mess up, he still loves me. You know, even though I mess up, he still loves me. Just like my kids. Just like my wife. There's absolutely nothing that they can say or do that's going to make me love them less. I'm just going to love them more and more and more. And God is so good and his love is. Even so much more than that. The love that I have for my kids, the love that you have for your kids, the love that you have for your grandkids, it still doesn't compare to the love that God has for you or your family. He is so good. So how? How can we do this? How can we deliver or or develop a lifestyle where we can begin to start thinking that way. Well, we have to be intentional, first of all. We have to be intentional about remembering what God has done for us. This is why David said in Psalms 103, he says, Let all that I am praise the Lord. May I never forget the good things that he has done for me. May we never take God's goodness, God's unfailing love, God's faithfulness, and God's mercy for granted. We have to be intentional about it in our walk. Even when we don't understand, even though we can't fully comprehend, we still need to be faithful and we have to be intentional in the goodness of God. And his wonderful deeds in our lives. 
And the people in the Old Testament, they understood the importance of memory. They, they, they understood the importance of, of being reminded. Moses, in Deuteronomy, like I said, Moses emphasizes remembering and not forgetting what God has done for you. He says, only take care and keep your soul diligently, lest you forget the things that your eyes have seen, and lest they depart from your heart all the days of your life. And Moses continues by saying, remember the whole way that the Lord your God has led you these 40 years in the wilderness. Remember. Remember what he has done. Just like they had the tendency to forget, we have that tendency to forget. We forget what God has done. And the center of their remembrance was to be thankful. To be thankful. Which would bring praise. Which would then what? Strengthen your relationship with God. Whoo! That's some powerful stuff. When we intentionally remember what God has done and his work in our lives that he's delivered us from, guess what? It's going to make us want to shout. It wants us to praise. It wants us to sing songs like 10,000 Reasons. It wants us to sing songs like Count Your Blessings. It wants us to praise him. And guess what? Our relationship. It will grow. Our relationship with God will grow. How, how amazing is that? It's really simple, but it's amazing. There's three things on how to remember what God has done in this, the triple T's. Think, thank, and translate. I was going to make that into a song. I'm an island. No, I'm just kidding. Think about what God has done. Intentionally think about it. Think about all that he's done. 1 Samuel chapter 12, verse 24, it says this, Only fear the Lord and serve him in truth with all of your heart. For consider what great things he has done for you. But, did I get the next one on there? In 25, it says, but if you still do wickedly, you shall be swept away, both you and your. Samuel saying, boy, stop that stinking thinking. If you keep that stinking thinking, it's going to stray you away. He says, we have to be careful. That's why we have to be, remi- to be reminded and we have to remember the great things that he's done. Psalm 77, verse 11 The psalmist says this, I will remember the works of the Lord. Surely I will remember your wonders of old, and I will also meditate on all your work and talk of your deeds. What David's saying here is, man, not only am I going to remember those things, but I'm going to meditate on them. What does meditate mean? It's like to keep your focus to focus on those things, like truly focus, meditating in, his, in, in, his, in, in the things that he's done for you, the work. And he even says, and talk of your deeds. 
So think. Think about what God has done. Be reminded. Intentionally thank Him and think of all that. Number two is thank Him. Man, when you, when you realize that and you see that and you start remembering all the good things, all right, that's great, good. Thanks, thanks God, you know. No, thank Him. Thank God for all. That, that all is capitalized, A-L-L. It means all. Give, give Him all the glory for all the things that has done in your life. When we take the time to thank God for what he has done, the event becomes even more real to us. And that's what I love about that. It becomes stuck in our brains. There's so many events that has happened in my life, the, especially the bad, but I see how God, I, I continue to remember and re, being reminded of how God is. They get stuck into your brain. Being so thankful. Man, when we thank God for what he has done, we release even more blessings for ourselves and for others. I just love that. You think about a picture. You see a picture of your kids when they were small or your grandma and and maybe that person is still alive. And you know what? It's like, you know what? You remember that moment because it was captured in a photograph and your spirit leads you to call that individual. Hey, how you doing? I just saw I was going through the photo album and I saw a picture of us when we did this or when we did that. And I just thought I'd just give you a call. Right. What a blessing it is when you hear from a friend or a family member and to share those kind of stories. Those are blessings. Those are blessings. Those are good moments that God has given us. We're thanking God for what he has done. The psalmist says this in, in chapter 34, verse 1, And I will always thank the Lord. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continue to be in my mouth. My soul shall make its boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear of it and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all of my fears. They looked to him and were radiant and their faces were not ashamed. Oh. Man, when you start remembering the goodness of God and all the things that he's delivered from you, man, there's just, just this, there's just this joy, right, that you just can't explain to people. All you can say is God. It's God. Man, how, how did you go through this situation, yet you still had a smile on your face? It's God. Man, how did you go through this, and it just didn't, you, you, it just seems like you had it all together. It's God. Wow, God is good. So think about it. Be intentional in your thinking and thank him. Thank him. And the next one is translate. What does that mean, translate? Write it down. Write down all that God has done. This is something that I have to admit I'm just now doing. I tried in the past and I tried to 
to, to journal, and, and I always heard that it was good, and it was good for your soul, it was good for your spirit, because that way you could always go back. The Emmaus, walk to Emmaus. They, a lot of us has written letters, and you see those letters, and one of the things that we tell them is that, man, when you're having a bad day, be reminded of this day on your walk. Go into your closets, get your letters, and just start reading them. Oh, what a refreshing it is to your spirit when you do same thing, same thing. I bought a prayer journal for me and my wife, and it's something that I just started doing. But I like this particular journal because it breaks it down. And first thing it asks you is, what's your, what's your prayer request today? Today, what is your prayer request for this day? And I write it down. And then it has a section that says, I'm thankful for God for what he has. And then it's a blank. It keeps me reminded of the good things, even in just that day. And then it even has a place for an act of kindness. See, because... I come to him with my prayer request and I reflect on the good things that he's done and the things that he's done for me and delivered me. Guess what? It should make me want to do something. Right? It should make me want to physically do something. There's an action behind that. And then it has a section for the evening where at the end of the day you can go back and you want to reflect on what God has done in your life just that one day. See, the things that I see, the things that I think about, the, and the things that I remember, I, I'm going to translate it into this book. And, and, and I'm hoping and praying that this is going to be a mighty move in my spirit. I don't know why I feel God calling me to do this or leading me to do it. Maybe, maybe years from now, I'm going to go back and I'm going to go back and read this. And it's just like a photo album. Man. I remember this day. I wasn't going to do this, but I feel the Holy Spirit leading me. Last month, my first prayer. Keep Billy safe. Protect Zilma's heart. Protect Tuckle's mind. Give Becky rest. Give me patience. Be with Christian as he preaches his first sermon. And guess what? He was on point on that sermon. And he says, God, I'm thankful for. I put, you know, exclamation mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. Because he knows why I'm thankful, because on this day we got some news. I wish I could share it to you, but I can't. But I will. Later. It has to be official. But whoo, God is good. 
God is good. Why? Because just a month ago, when I first, that was my first uh, entry of my, my prayer journal, I saw, I see God working in Ellie's heart. I see God working in Tarina and Selma's uh, life. I see Becky got some rest. Christian had an amazing time to, uh, for his sermon, for preaching his very first sermon at a church down South Texas with the Spanish translator. You know how hard that has to be to preach with a translator? Because you have to slow it down. And when Christian, when he gets excited, he's like me. He just keeps going and going and going. But he had to stop and let the translator translate. Wow, he answered those prayers within a month. And he can do the same thing to you. When we intentionally think about what God has done, when we think about what he has done, many experiences and events will come to mind. Yes, it will. And it is very helpful. It's very smart to write down those things. Did God answer your prayer about that particular thing? Yes. Did God minister to you in a very clear way concerning something? Yes, he did. Did you witness a miracle in your life or in a loved one's life? Yes, I did. Write it down. I encourage you, church. Young or old, write it down. Remembering who God is and what he has done brings, it brings that gratitude, a spirit of thankfulness. To fully trust and obey God, even in the most difficult of our times, requires remembering the God that we have, the God that we serve, the God that we have a relationship with. (laughs) Amen. Amen. When there's sickness, financial struggles, or any other calamity that uh, you're going through that comes with living in this fallen world, we must remember what God has done in our lives in the previous past. And testimonies, they are powerful. They're a powerful way to remember and to reflect on what God has done in our lives. And they're very part, they're commanded by God for us to share testimonies, whatever that may look like in your life. That may be a simple phone call, a simple visit, or a line in the grocery store where the Spirit leads you to share something that God has done to you recently. But they are powerful ways to remember and to reflect on what God has done. Not only in our lives, but the lives of others, in our community, in our church. And it's so awesome to hear stories. And so I had asked Martin McDonald. uh, There's some pictures that uh, may be rough. If you could just put that first picture up, Greg. This is the truck that... Martin McDonald was driving, and he, he did give me permission to, to share these. Uh, but he pretty much a head-on collision. Somebody ran right into him. They're on his, on his whole side. Todd was actually on the run. 
on this on this one. God calls me up and he says, man, he says, Martin got in a bad wreck and it looks pretty bad. Huh? And 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 I was like, what, what do you mean? And he told me the situation. And but we know that that's not the story because Martin's here, right? Martin, if you just come on up and. There's some things that he shared with me about this particular event where he knew it was the hand of God, where he knew it was the hand of God that that saved his life in this time. And I just he wanted to share with the church. And so. Well, I don't remember nothing about the wreck, really, because I was unconscious. I was knocked out and. The only thing I remember, I had John, which is like a son to me. He was, we was taking some goats to the cell in San Angelo. And I'd passed, we just passed a double heart ranch. And I was telling him about my cousin that was working there at the same time I was working on the Birdness Canyon Ranch. And he was killed, and I was showing him where it was all at. And about that time, I heard him yell. I said, Martin, look out. I don't know what happened. <coughs> but I, I grabbed the sternum wheel, they told me, and I turned it to the right, and the lady had came across the line and hit me. She was doing 75. I was doing 65. And Todd was one of the ambulance drivers that came up there, and I was unconscious all of this time that I know of. I don't remember none of it. But the Lord reached down. Everybody was saying, he's dead. He's gone. And John <coughs> said that uh, he kept yelling, don't go to sleep, Martin, don't go to sleep. I didn't hear him. But the Lord saved me. And I know it was the Lord because I woke up when a helicopter landed in San Angelo at the hospital. When I came to, and the people was... They, paramedics in the helicopter were saying, look, he's awake. I was pointing at my foot. It was hurting bad. And uh, I said, they said, can we help you? I said, yeah, my foot's hurting bad. What's wrong? They had put it in the vent of the helicopter when they loaded me. And they couldn't take it out until they unloaded, until they landed. And it just, I know the Lord saved me that time. And I give thanks every day. And the thing that I think of most is the Lord in the Old Testament says, keep your oil <coughs> lamp burning because you don't know when you're coming. And that's the truth. If I hadn't believed in the Lord and he hadn't saved me, I would have went to hell that night. But the Lord is my Savior. And that's the thing you got to know. You got to be prepared and ready for Him. Anytime He comes, you got to be there. And that ain't only that time He saved my life. It's several times. But just here last week, my trailer, travel trailer, burnt to the ground, and a horse trailer was totaled out. It was right next to it. And the fireman asked me. He said, and the sheriff asked me. He said, "What do you What do you think of that?" And I said, "I have no idea." And he says, well, what do you think 
do you have is anything? I said, no. I said, it's the Lord. He saved my life again. <clears throat> he said, how did he save your life? I said, I'd been coming up here staying in that trailer off and on, and he knew that trailer was going to burn. So I didn't, I wasn't up there. So he burned it before I got there. That's my feelings, that the Lord was working on me to save my life, and he, he burnt that trailer before I got there. And there's other times that he had saved me. So I keep my oil burning in my life because you never know when he's coming. It could happen any time. That's my prayer to the Lord and thanks. Amen. Amen.